to another episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashana Dixon. And today, we're going to be talking about maternity leave. <laughs> and I know, y'all know, y'all know, I have no children. But it's not just about <laughs> maternity leave. So for me, it's really about stepping away from work mm. for an extended period of time. Mm. And then having to go back and making sure the big question that I have for myself is what did I miss? Mm. Do they figure out that they could solve whatever problems I was solving without me? Mm. Or yes, I say maternity leave, but it's not about that. It's about, I think, really understanding or not feeling uncomfortable or insecure mm. about mm. your value to an organization. Yeah. Does that make sense? That does make sense. And when you were describing it that way, you made me think of a few things that I could contribute to this conversation. <laughs> oh, yes, you could contribute. Okay. So so I am just now, guys, I will be going back. I've been on maternity leave for about 10, 11 weeks now, and I'll be going back in a week and a half. Oh, oh my gosh. That's yeah. so crazy. And so, well, another thing that happened, by the way, is I was promoted to a new role. Um, in the organization as well, right before I left. So, so not just going back, but I worked really hard to prepare my team for me being out. So I was trying to make sure they were self-sufficient. And then now I'm going back in a space where technically no one stepped into my position. It's a new role at the company in its entirety. No, no. well, kind of someone was trying to half do it okay, <laughs> as okay. another side thing that they did. Gotcha. So it's also about what value could I bring to that new responsibility as well. Yeah, That's super exciting though. It is. I am excited about it. The, the funny thing is though, is being on maternity leave, I thought that I would be thinking about that the whole time. Yeah. I didn't by the way. <laughs> right. Oh, um, like, oh, being a, a new parent <laughs> has kept me extremely busy, yeah. but not even a new yeah. parent, a parent to a new kid um yes. ha- has really kept me busy so I, I hadn't thought about it too so that's one of the things i'm thinking about now like now i'm like okay i have a week and a half and i'm a person who, guys i'm a competitor like so when it comes to work like people are coming in day one like the i'm the person that in school in work relationships that have read the whole syllabus read a whole <laughs> book on it figured out some things i want to contribute before right. I step to the plate, right? Overachiever <laughs> over here. <laughs> there are some ways we are similar and there's some ways we are not. That would be one of them. <laughs> but so so going back, it's scary. But I I'd have to imagine that I'm not the only person who experienced that. That mothers, we gotta step away, you know, to have children and to, and to bond with those children uh, before you go back to work. And you lost time. You lost ground. There are things that have gone on these last three months that I'm not privy to. Yeah, that's so crazy. Like, I can't imagine. Like, there's so many things that have happened since you left. I can only imagine, right? Yeah. And we're in the middle of the pandemic, so who knows what some of those things could be. (laughs) So, I don't know. That's strange. But I wonder, on the flip side... You've had this like super intense like time away from work. How are you going to balance like home life when you go? Oh back? no, that's that's so. I don't know if I told you this before, but when I had my first daughter, I literally was driving to work crying like the first day I had to leave her. I was like, I can't leave my baby. And the thing that's hard there is they're so like fragile, mm-hmm. and for me, it was fear that. I couldn't protect her 
like I could when I'm there, you know, right, in, the, right. in that. And then it's also, you bond, they're like your little homeboy, like your homegirl. <laughs> all that time over the breast, <laughs> all that quality time <laughs> breastfeeding. <laughs> I can't. It's That's it's funny. it's different though. Like like Xavier, my baby, he looks at me now, and I'm like, I know you get me, you get me. <laughs> That's so funny. So 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 that is hard, and and I think that that goes to we were having a conversation before. No one really talks about how difficult it is being a woman in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And you have all these things that you're juggling. Like, hey, mm-hmm. I got a two-month-old at home and I, right. you know, and I'm contributing here and I got to be at the top of my game and I got to, you know, mm-hmm. keep things going. And then we didn't even get to your relationships and your other right, children right. and your, you know, your yeah. your thing. We, we, we go through life, I think, sometimes and we... I don't know if we pretend like it's easy. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody puts on this like Instagram filter. Like my life yeah, is perfect. There's yeah. nothing, no problems. We're, we're, yeah. we're good to go. And it's really quite complicated. Right. It, you made me think of something else. Like, have you, have you seen this? Cause I, I'm a single person and I work with a lot of people who have children. And I feel like there is, there is kind of a glass ceiling. And I've heard this that this exists for men as well. But like if you're an unmarried man in business, it actually it hinders you. And there's a, only so far you can go if you're unmarried. I've heard that for men. And I think it's actually kind of similar for women that if you don't have children, I don't know, this can be a little bit more complicated because I think some Industries would take advantage of you not having children and not like having to randomly go to a doctor's appointment or like a kid's, like a school appointment. But in some industries, like if you don't have a kid, you're not in the in crowd in well, a I lot think, of that social. I was going to say, I think that's more the water cooler you. experience and, yeah. and how you build yeah. relationships through yeah. those types of things. Because I feel like it's it was much easier for me to devote my life to work with no children. Right. But I do think that even if I'm thinking about some of the relationships that I have with people, some of the conversations I have is, hey, how's your son such and such? Or, or you just had a baby too. How did you deal with them teething? And, and I think that the reason or that you've experienced this glass ceiling, if you will, is because of the inability to relate yeah. to those people in the workplace when majority of the people, you know, are married or do have children or, or things like that. Right. Um, is what would cause that. But quite frankly, though, I think you could kill the game by all the free time that you have as a single person than people who have other commitments like children and spouses that demand portions of their their time. Yeah. So I think in some industries, like it helps you thrive. But I do think it is a detriment in other industries. I had a friend. I have a friend who just had a baby and um, literally like a month ago. And she's been interviewing for an for a new job. Oh wow! And she's a doctor, and so she's interviewing for a medical director position in a whole other state, mind you. Like this is a pretty prominent position, and she's been a, a doctor for a few years now. But she hid her pregnancy from the company that she was interviewing with. Yeah. And I was like, well, why did you why did you do that? And she's also LGBT. She identifies that way. She's like, 
As far as they know, they think I'm a queer woman with no kids. Like, I can be their workhorse. Yeah. And little do they know, she has a whole newborn. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, there are stereotypes. I was was nervous to tell my job that I was pregnant. Mm. And then when I was pregnant, you know, you don't tell them for the first few months. And it is. Well, for me, it's when you're competing with other people, they know you're going to be out. They know. Then then not only that, you get the mom thing, right? Because the moms are the nurturers. The moms are the ones who spend the most time with the kids. The moms, the moms, the moms. And they automatically think that you're going to be less available. Right. Right. Yeah. Even if that's not true. I I know a lot of women that that's not true for. That their husbands are the home dads mm-hmm. and that works for them. But yeah. without people knowing that, they automatically assume that this is what it's going to be. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's complicated. Yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> I hadn't thought about all these things that so are happening. So being that, have you or can you think of any preconceived notion that you've had of pregnancy and being a mom. Moms. Yeah. I will tell you, when I started my last job, pre-pandemic, we were traveling a lot. I mean, I think there was one month, I tell people, I was literally home for four nights out of the entire month. And yep. at that point, I was like, I don't need to have this apartment. Yes. <laughs> um, but I was reflecting because all my coworkers were wives and mothers. And I'm like, how can you keep this schedule when you have all those commitments at home? Yeah. And I... At that moment, I re- I just like revered working moms. I was like, <laughs> "You guys are superheroes." Yeah, I was like, "Do people understand what you are out here so, doing?" So, do you feel like, like you have that, or did you have that experience because you ever have a relationship with me that's close? Like, like what made you pay attention to that fact? I think it was both because around that same time, I think is when I was spending more time with you, so I was seeing like all the things. <laughs> That go into being a parent. Yeah. Otherwise, right? It is we don't we single people without kids yeah. have no idea, n- namely the diapers <laughs> is what I'm referring to. But like my nieces have some huge bladders, and I remember at the time <laughs> huge bladders, that's what you're going <laughs> like, with, okay? And at the time, I you know like I would babysit them, and like it was just traumatizing experience <laughs> after traumatizing experience. In that, I didn't realize how much goes into taking care of another human. And so <laughs> okay. when I experienced that juxtaposed with what is my, what is required of me at work, I'm just like, how is somebody doing both of these things? They have no, two full-time jobs. Right. Like what do they do other stuff? Like, no, what? is the answer. No. <laughs> so I, I think just the culmination of all that stuff happening around the same time kind of made me realize really for the first time. Yeah. Like, whoa. Yeah, this is a lot. No, it, it's funny. I asked that because I actually had a conversation. Well, well, two things. I actually had a conversation with one of my coworkers, and she called me. She's like, Tajana, like everybody knows I work a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So she's like, "How are you doing?" <laughs> she's like, "I know you're really pregnant," <laughs> and um, and I was like, "I'm fine. I'm just tired. You know, I'm 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 doing what I need to do though to, to be able to make sure I can do." what I need to do at work. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I just want you to know that I understand. And most of our peers at this level are, are men. And so she's like, 
they're they're probably not going to ask you, so I'm going to ask you. <laughs> you know how are you doing? What's going on? And I appreciated that. Like she's she's a mom. Well, she her kids are now grown, but she's like I, I went through it, and and a lot of women go through it, but we don't say anything about it. We just you know right. hunker down and get it done. And and so that was one experience that I had. I, I didn't want to bring up another time uh, earlier in my career. I had a friend who was a single mom. And we both were starting out at a company entry level and all of her peers around her were getting promoted, you know, Mm -hmm. to different things or whatever. And she really had an interest in going to another position that was a position that required travel. And I remember months later, like after the last person had got promoted who came in with her or whatever, she's like, I've Mm -hmm. had it. I'm better than these guys. What's going on? And she went to her boss and her boss actually told her, she said, uh, I didn't think that you wanted to be promoted because it required travel. And I know you're a single mom. Mm. And she was like, I didn't tell you that. First of all, wow, (laughs) the assumption. Yes. Yes. And it was, that was like, after that, actually she ended up leaving the organization. Wow. Um, Wow. But yeah. And that, that also made me think, this is the last, the last thing I'll add here, but when we talk about the peak earning years for women being around the age of 44, you think about typically if you have children, your children are grown and I mean, I mean, pretty adultish, like maybe teenagers and self-sufficient. Your Right, your obligation to them is a little less. Yeah, so you actually have more time, <laughs> so you, which doesn't make any sense. I, I, I do, I do want to dig into that a bit because I was confused by that too. I'm like, for a woman, we we just got our time back. Right. Right. So uh, that that was interesting to me. I, I do want to dig in that a bit more. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think that's an interesting correlation that we can uh, we could unpack right in a future episode. They're probably like, I'm tired now. I don't want to work. I'm gonna go off and do something else. Exactly. <laughs> Like I've had it, I've had it. <laughs> my kids can take care of themselves. My work has let me go a little bit. I'm gonna go up and do some. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they probably have the the college fund set up. You know, they're like, I don't really need to work hard anymore after this. Yeah. So interesting. I don't know. That's all I have for this episode. So the topic was maternity leave insecurities, <laughs> and we went all over the place, all over the place. <laughs> but but I think if I had to th- think about takeaways, though. Um, I think we talked about problems. We didn't really talk about solutions, but Mm. know that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. One is that there are people out here who have to step away. There are things about pregnancy and being a woman in general that that causes you some concern Mm -hmm. (laughs) and some of people's actions can be scary, not really knowing how they will react or respond Mm -hmm. to some of the things that you go through. But I think, too, that women are superheroes. Yeah, that's the solution to all of this madness. (laughs) That there is so much that we do, and we do it all in gym shoes or heels Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. (laughs) bras and (laughs) everything else. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely shout out to all the working moms. Like, y'all are holding it down, and I I pray that all y'all have the the supports that you need to kind of and the strength to continue. And the strength to continue. Amen. Amen. <laughs> On that note, folks, we're going to leave y'all until next time. I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Shana Dixon. And, and we, we are Black Girl Fly. Girl Fly.